Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey, friend. You're listening to the Nicole Walters Podcast. I'm a former six-figure corporate executive who woke up every morning feeling stuck in the life that I built for myself. But using my corporate skills, I took to the internet and built a multi-seven-figure business showing others how they can build a life they love. Now on this podcast, I share stories of being an entrepreneur, a mom to my three amazing girls, and a wife to my crazy, kooky, dancing husband. I've had a couple of viral videos too, so you know there's going to be a lot of laughs here. So whether you've seen me on my viral vids, or on the Today Show, or read about me in Forbes, this is the place where we can meet, share stories, share laughs, and share fun. I'm your best friend in your head. So sit back, listen close, and let's get started. Hey friend, thank you so much for spending time with me every single week. It has been a blast to not just share what I've learned in business and life along the way, but the journey of my family and how we manage to keep it all balanced. And what's fun about this chat is that if you've listened to episode one, which I hope you have, it's our number one uh, most listened to, most downloaded podcast, and uh, you definitely want to go back and listen. Episode one is where I actually share in detail for the very first time the story of how our family came to be, the Walters. And In that story, I talk about what it is to be an adoptive mother and uh, what it was like to unexpectedly (laughs) have this amazing God-created family. And it's probably one of the most difficult but most beautiful stories that I get to share in my life. And if you haven't listened, I would definitely say go back and listen. But after episode one, we had so many people who came back and were like, well, we have a couple more questions, you know, because we see you as a business owner. You know, I travel the world. I have high net worth, you know, seven figure corporate clients that I'm helping build their businesses every day. And they see me on Instagram and social media, in and out of boardrooms, in and out of meetings, on sets, on locations, filming shows, just doing a million things. And you're also aware that I'm a mom. I'm super busy and I'm a wife. I'm super busy. I've got a lot of things going on. And because uh, life is so dynamic and there's so many different pieces, we get a ton of questions. That episode brought forth so many questions. So this chat is going to be a little bit different, kind of like last week's chat where I came to you guys live from Cartagena, Colombia. But in this one, I'm actually not going to do this solo. Why not ask my family to answer your questions directly? Because it comes better from them than it would for me. And they've got their own opinions and their own thoughts, no matter how crazy and kooky they may be. So in this particular chat, it's not just going to be me. It's also going to be me, the mid-tiny, the puffin, and my hubbin. 
So we have gotten a bunch of questions and these questions are all over the place. So uh, we're going to start off with questions about just everyday life and I'll answer a couple of those and then we'll dive into questions about uh, what it's like, I guess, having me as a mom, which hopefully those will be fun or questions about things that the girls love to do and things like that. So I'll kick it off. How do I avoid friction between me and my husband for things like house duties and children? Well, first things first, we do have help in our house. So I think that it's so easy for a lot of people to say, oh my gosh, you know, I do all the things. I'm a superwoman. I blah, blah, blah. Like I literally could not do anything without having a team, without having staff. So in my business, I have a team of 15. My husband does work in my company as well. He's my attorney as well as our chief financial officer. So he manages those two aspects of the business. So there's that part. But in the home, we use really, really strong communication. A book that I always recommend for learning how to communicate with your mate, because for me and my husband, we actually almost got divorced in our first three years of marriage. And that's a chat for another day. And I'm very candid and transparent about it because we just literally did not know how to talk to each other. We actually came into marriage with our own perspectives around what marriage was, and we hadn't really sat down to be clear about what we wanted it to be for us. That said, the book that really brought us through was called Fighting for Your Marriage by Dr. Howard Markman. Fighting for Your Marriage by Dr. Howard Markman. I love it. I highly recommend it. That has really taught us how to communicate, and that actually helps us avoid most friction. We recognize that if we have an opinion about something or a thought or a feeling that they're valid and that it isn't about uh, something personal, that you know, as long as we each wake up you know, and see each other's face there, that we still love each other and we want to be there. And that has really, really helped. Hey, cutie pie. Hello. I'm so excited to have you here chatting with your internet aunties. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> You're so cute. Okay. So I'm going to ask you just a bunch of questions, really quick ones. And I just want you to know, if you don't want to answer it, you can always say, I don't want to answer it. Or that makes me uncomfortable. Or if you don't know the answer, you can say, I don't know, or whatever. Okay? Okay. Sound cool? All right. We're just going to have fun. Okay. Perfect. So uh, the first thing that your, your internet aunties want to know is how old are you? And let me tell you why. It's because you're getting bigger and they can see your teeth coming in. Oh. Yeah. So how old are you? I'm seven years old. You're seven. I love it. I love it. And what grade are you in? I'm in first grade. How does it feel being in a grade, like a whole grade? Good. Good? Yeah. You feel pretty grown up? Yeah. Yeah, you are. You read a lot of books. The next thing that they want to know is, what do you think about your mom's job going on stage? I think I should go on stage, too. Oh, my goodness. Are you trying to take my job? No. That's what that sounds like. No, I'm trying to be with you. Oh, I love it. I would love to have you with me every single day, cutie puff. The next thing that they sometimes want to know is, what do you think about having two mommies and two daddies and two dogs and two sisters? You have all these things. How do you feel about that? I feel good that I have two things. Two of everything? You are doubly special and doubly loved, aren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then another question that your entire aunties, they really want to know this one, like really, really badly. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a pet sitter. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Are you going to be a boss? No. No? <laughs> You're just going to sit the pets? I'm here for that. Whatever you want to be is perfect. I just wanted to be that because I like pets. I love that. I think that's perfect. You know you can be anything you want to be on this entire planet. Also, I want to be a person who picks up trash when it's not supposed to be there. Oh, because and why, why is that important to you? Because then that's then we won't have a planet anymore. That's right. And so you care a lot about the planet, making sure it's clean? Yeah. I love that about you. You have such a big heart. Because then we can make Tesla airplanes. Oh, yeah. So And why would Tesla airplanes be a good idea? 
uh, because they look like bat look like they have bat wings. Oh, really? So you think and they're, they're cool better, looking? Yeah, and they they're better for the planet because they're not like regular cars. That's so. Oh, you are just. How did you get so smart? Can you please tell me how did you get so smart? Uh, I got so smart about that part because the person who invented Teslas, and now we have a Tesla. Oh, so yeah, so you did a lot of reading and learning and things like that. Yeah, you are a smart cookie. What am I going to do with you? Keep me. I'm going to have to keep you. I'm going to have to hug you, right? Yeah, oh, but wait. not too tight. But not too tight. That's also true. I don't want to squeeze the stuffing out of you. We got to keep the stuff inside. So, cutie pie, thank you so much for taking time out to chat with me today. You're welcome. That was so fun. Do you have anything you want to say to your internet aunties before we go? Yes. (laughs) What do you want to say to them? I like meeting you. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, you're just the sweetest and the most precious. I love your pieces, cutie pie. Me too. Hi, bitch, Heidi. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So um, it's fun because the internaunties have a bajillion questions for you. Yeah. And it's also fun to talk to you because you're 16, so you have a cool happen in life. Oh. Do I? <laughs> you're, like, yeah, you're the cool one. You've got all the cool things going on. You're the the fashion model. You're the you're the fun social life. Yeah. You're 16. I love this. So so internet aunties, this is what it's like to have a teenager. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm even glad that she agreed to do this because usually they're like, I'm not. I will not do these things. No, everything's great. Everything's you know? great. Becoming my social butterfly. Oh oh, is that what's happening right now? Escaping. Escaping. The cocoon. The cocoon. <laughs> great. Perfect. Perfect. So there are a bajillion questions. Some of them are just generic, like what's your favorite subject in school? And some are a little bit more personal, like, you know, how's it feel being single, but yet so devastatingly good looking, you know, (laughs) so we can go over that. Now, of course, if there's anything that you don't want me to like ask or answer or whatever, if you're like, yeah, I'm not going there, just say so. No comment. No comment. (laughs) Perfect. No comment. So um, let's dive in. Let us shall. Let us oh, shall. Oh, we oh. shall. We shall. <laughs> we shall dive in. Okay. So first, how old are you? I am 16 years old. What's it like being 16? It is oof. Oof. It oof. is oof. I it tell you. Oof is the perfect word to describe like age 12 mm-hmm. through like 100. <laughs> you mean life or just general just, adulting? Just, just oof. The struggle is real. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I think you do a really good job being 16. Yeah. I think you're really smart. I think you um, have a great sense of self-worth. I think you're very respectful. You're a great student. You're pretty. No, you're pretty. Praise party, guys. This is not the intent of this. I just can't help it. I can't help it. Is it awkward to have a mom who's always like, you're the best? Kind of, yeah. I'll fight. I'll fight for it. I wish someone would tell me you're not the best. Show up. Show up. Like, based on what? People tell, oh, that sounds really narcissistic. People tell me I'm the best all the time. Because you are. Because you are. Listen, receive that truth. Like, I walked into the library mm-hmm. one day, and then the library was like, Christina, oh my God, you're here. I was like, people love you. You're a light. You're a light, like, cutie pie, because you're smart, and you're beautiful, and you're hardworking, and you're generous and kind. But, like, I didn't think she would remember me, because I hadn't been there in oh, so long. Oh, you are very memorable. Have you seen your eyebrows? That's true. Seared in my mind. There is unforgettable. There was a time. There was were, a time when they were dark and they were just too memorable. I just want to make you feel better <laughs> in letting you know we all have eyebrow struggles and they don't mean anything about who we are. Our past does not detect our future. Preach, right? Preach. Preach, preach on that. I love it. So, okay, the next thing is some of your internet aunties were following your dating life online. Oh, yeah. And there are two questions that I get about that more okay. than anything else. The first question is, how do you feel having a mom who's out there on social media and is like, this is what my kids do. They missed the bus today. They blah, blah, blah. Like, how does, yeah. how does that feel? Is that terrible? Is it, is it the worst? And you can totally be candid. Go ahead. Um, 
this one time. <laughs> this one time? Yeah, it was just this one time. It was that one time for, the, like, the bus video. And, yes! Like, I, I remember. My, my friend came up to me, and they were like, oh, what happened to you this morning? Why were you late? Like, did you have to, like, walk to school or something? I was like, jokes. Did you Did you really? Did you really? really? Like, I saw it. Oh. That's like, like, oh my god! Oh my gosh! I think that that's probably the weirdest part is that like I forget sometimes that your friends follow. Yeah, that part is the weirdest. But I also think that, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or if you disagree. But I think we do a really good job of trying to live a life that we're not embarrassed for people to see. Oh yeah, no, not yeah, like embarrassed, embarrassed. It's just, it's yeah, just like that. <laughs> yeah, that cringy sort yeah. of. Blah. But like, I think for the most part, we try to live a life that. If somebody were to be standing in our house, that they wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, what the Walters did? What you know?" It, and it doesn't mean that we're perfect. It's that we also yeah. show the hot mess. So we're like, right. "No, like we're a disaster." And this is, I think, what's the thing we always say in our house? This is why we can't have a TV show yeah. because if people saw this, they'd be like, "What is wrong with these people? These people are just a yeah. spicy hot mess," you know. So okay, and then the other thing they always want to know about is, I love talking about your dating life. Oh yeah, and this is <laughs> listen. You have to understand. Part of it is because. We can't date. I've been married for 10 years. Yeah. I've been living my whole life waiting for my babies to grow up. You know, I carried you in the womb for like 55 years. Mm. And then I went through that terrible C-section. No, none of these things happened. Mm-hmm. None of these things happened. However, <laughs> I definitely enjoy watching your dating life. It is so funny to me. Like, <laughs> funny. It's so funny because it's, it's so, it's like, you are so textbook, like, just like perfect child. Like, not perfect. I mean, no one's perfect. But like textbook, like teenager you know what I mean like it's just the stuff is happening and it's just so fun for me to watch because like I just love it so much I don't know but then I still also have my like mom moments where I'm like oh my gosh that that boy's gonna get just he's gonna go through some things because because he thinks he can come close to my child and these are not the best decisions so I'm usually the crazy one yeah you are usually you're like mom it's fine yeah like it lows <laughs> your, your friend's a bit weird. That's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but the thing is, it's like I acknowledge that I may be the the fire and the energy in the situation, yeah. but somebody's got to be. <laughs> Can I use that as a thing? Somebody's got to be like. I, I mean, like, because here's the thing: I don't want them trying it. If yeah. they try it, then you know what happens. I mean, they'll just find out later if they try it. Maybe it's a whole they shouldn't thing. try it in the first place. That's how we make the world a better place. That's right. So just, so, so we do know, everyone knows that uh, you went to homecoming. You looked beautiful. Thank you. You were stunning as always. No, I'm and, just wearing my Yeah, Yeah, Which is funny because you're like, no, I, you're literally like, I think I got everything at Target. <laughs> I don't even know, like, designer dresses seem I know, to even try. We're not like that. Givenchy. 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 Yeah, we are not fancy. We're very regular. We're thrifters. I almost said Chibani. Chibani. Like the yogurt. It's my Chibani dress. That's classy. So, okay, so um, so you had a boyfriend? Yeah. I wish you guys could see her face right now. People are curious because they were like, you know, every, all the internet yeah. were really super excited because you had this new boyfriend. Like, tell us about it. How'd that go? Uh, you see, like, you know, when just like things just don't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it just didn't, it just didn't work out. <laughs> it just didn't. It just didn't work and out. It was like I was trying really hard. Yeah, you wanted it to work. Yeah, like I wanted it to work out, and then he was just like, "I'm gonna just make this hard." And you were not here for that. And I'm just like, nope. I, I, I'm gonna just, I'm just scoot over here. That's right, because you know your worth. Right. You don't have to, what you don't have is time. Yeah. So there's that part. Because also, like, I have school. Yep. Priorities. Don't got time to be arguing. Yeah. A lot of work. It's a lot of it. It's You're not into these high school relationships. Tired. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> 
so responsible. So he is out of the picture. Yeah. Which means you are on the market. Oh my god. Yeah. So just you know, I'm saying any any internet aunties, feel free to slide into my DMs like with your 4.0 sons. It's I'm just saying that there's you know this it's a big world. Oh my god. It's and you should use your platforms. All right. So if you have 4.0 sons. You know, we like what six four better. We like a little bit height. Oh it's okay. God, I don't care. Right? You know, Christian young males. Oh my god! Right? Who understand the importance of side hugs? Right? Side hugs, tops. Right? We will hold hands after a couple of months of dating. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and slide in my DMs with your with your sons. We receive them. You're dying right now. You're like, oh god, mom. All right. So let me let me bring it down a little bit. Let me let me take it a little more serious. Oh Let's bring it down a little so bit. Much. So, what's it like? Your life has changed a lot in four years. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I know so many things. Right? Um, we have moved from Maryland to Georgia. You've had one family life to another family life. You've got multiple parents, and a sister used to have teeth and now doesn't have teeth. You used to have hair and now you don't. You, you know, braces. You had have braces now you don't. You know, so many things. I have a personality. Now I do. You have always had a personality. Yeah, but it was on the inside. But now I'm expressing it. You're to expressing the world. it more. That's true. You are more vocal in your in sharing your shine, which we appreciate. Mm. Okay, wait a second. Are we doing shine. all the gifts? Are we doing all the gifts right now, or just some of the gifts? People don't know you can sing. We should save that for later. Yeah, we'll save that for when I'm like 20. We'll save that for your 20. I just come up with an album. You're like, Nicole Walter's daughter? Like, where she has sings? she been? I'm like, yes, yeah, she can sing. And listen, that album could be terrible. Let somebody try to tell me it was. I'd be like, listen, my daughter can sing. She is good. I am that mom. I am that mom. I receive it. Okay, so so what's it like having a different life? I know that you didn't expect it. You know, I didn't either. But yeah. Um. Does it feel unusual? Does it feel like it fits? It like, feels like it fits. Mm-hmm. But like... Things happened really fast. They did, yeah. But I'm cool with it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like I, I'm like I'm like I feel the same way. Where yeah. it's like it feels like things happen quickly, but they happened organically. Is the yeah. best way I can describe it. Like I don't feel like anything felt forced, but it was just like okay, this is what makes sense next. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what else is there? Um, do you sometimes miss your biological mom? We get that question a lot. No comment. Okay, no comment. No, you're allowed to have no comment on that. And then uh, do you, what's it like being the middle sister? Is that weird or is that something you've... It used to be so annoying. Sure, sure. Every every middle middle sister auntie right now who's listening to this is nodding their head like, yes, (laughs) preach. Like, it's like having a birthday on Christmas. Uh, Like, uh. It's rough. It's rough? It's rough. You get all the hand-me-downs, but then you also have to like... Hand down your clothes sometimes. Uh, sometimes people would just steal your clothes. You own nothing. You own nothing. Nothing. Ah, it's better now. Then they would try to take it back. And I'm just like, it's not yours. <laughs> I just want to be heard. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Okay. And then, um, so what is your favorite thing about our parenting and your least favorite thing about our parenting? Mm, favorite thing mm-hmm. would probably, I don't even think that's like a thing, but like, we, like, actually hang out. Like, we talked about this, like, a bunch of times. It's but, true, like, yeah. how, like, my friends, like, they don't hang out with their parents like we do. Like, oh, wow. They don't, like, sit on the couch and, like, watch movies with their sure, parents. They're like, sure. oh, let's all go ice skating together. Yeah, do activities like, and yeah, stuff like, like that. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm going into my room and I'm going to go ice skating with my friends. Right, and shut the door and, and stuff like that. Care. Yeah, no, that's true. We don't actually... 
we have a rule. Um, it's a rule, but it's not like a, oh my gosh, we're going to kill you type rule. But like, basically we all try to be in the same space in the house. I mean, it's not even on purpose. It's not even on purpose. Usually it's like, we just kind of gravitate. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that the thing that I always try to share with people is that like, we're lucky because we love each other. We're family. Right. But we also like each other, which I think is like a big difference. Difference. Yeah. Some people, I think that they may be family and they love each other, but like, I don't really like that person's personality. So we like make each other laugh like we get along. Yeah. I think that helps. So I like that too. What is your least favorite thing? You can be totally candid. I won't edit it at all. (laughs) I won't edit it at all. Go ahead. It'll be totally fine. The least favorite thing. Uh... I'm also open to feedback. You know, I'm always like, how can I be a better mom? (laughs) So tell me, what's your feedback? What could I be doing better? Um, I feel like as I develop into a young woman, Uh wait, I'm already a young woman, as I develop into a woman, (laughs) I should have more freedoms. More freedoms. That's, I think it's very reasonable. But that could also just be me being salty about not being able to get smoothies. That's true. You didn't want smoothies this past week. And it did not fit with the schedule. It was pretty crazy. It was sad. Yeah, it was. But no, I think you could definitely get smoothies. If you call your friends, you could probably go today if you want to after we're done. All right. Yeah. But yeah. But no, I do think that you're growing up a lot. It helps that you are so responsible and you are such you are such a good decision maker. Yeah. And you have a very strong sense of self and what matters to you. So it's not Yeah. I have no problem. Honestly, one of the things that's nice is that when you're out there, I know you get to be a good example for other people because you're you're so good at saying like good this Samaritan, is what I believe. You know? Yeah, you're so good about saying this is what I believe. So yeah, no, I mean I talk about it with your dad all the time. I don't think we could have cooked better kids, you know? Like I don't think I could have marinated some babies that are better than this. Yeah, I don't, think, like I, I don't think I could have braised or boiled you better children than you guys. You guys came out perfect. You're my. I mean, I I don't think they could have been as good looking. I don't think they could have been as smart. You guys are just absolutely my favorites. You said boiled children. Well, <laughs> listen, I'm just saying in the process of one preparing of children, I don't yeah. think I could have made better ones. Oh, thanks, girl. You're welcome, girl. All right. Is there anything else you want to share with your internet aunties or any thoughts that you have for them? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Oh, oh, oh. Here's a question before we go. Everyone, because I'm going to ask this of your dad too when when we chat also, is everyone always wants to know, how would you feel if we had a ton more kids? (laughs) Like, if we're talking about, like, babies, like, if you guys produced a baby. A singular baby? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I wouldn't mind, but I mean, like. A whole paragraph. Paragraph answers. in, In the future, I would just be like. Gosh, why are you doing that? Why are you crying? Why are you? Like, that sounds like a no to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's fine. If it makes you feel any better, I think we're good. Just just pass. Yeah, if it's pass, right. we're good. You think, right. you think there, there's enough? enough babies in the world that there's we can just like, find one? Okay, per- well, listen, that, that worked out for yeah. you, didn't it? It worked out for us. It worked out for us. <laughs> You're the best All right. children of the world. Oh yeah. my gosh, it's like, so, so slide into my DMs and pictures of your kids also. <laughs> You're the best. Thanks so much for taking time to chat with the internet aunties. Thank you. Bye. It's been great having me. Yeah, it's been great having you. <laughs> it has been. That's what I say every day. All right. Bye, Katie. Bye. Okay. So it is so excited to sit down with you, even though we've done this a million times, right? Yeah. We definitely have had our uh, share of a uh, little back and forth Q&A sessions. Internet chats. <laughs> so uh for those of you guys who are uh heard the shift you know we got to chat with the little ones first but in this particular chat it's me and the family so we're answering some of the f- frequently asked questions that we get from everyone especially after listening to episode one 
of our podcast. You know, episode one was the one where we explained how we became parents. And so we get a million questions ever, you know, since then about what it's like to be parents and things like that. And usually it's all business all the time around here, but I grabbed the family and I said, come on over here, help me, help me knock this one out. So I'm going to dive right in on the tough questions. We're not, I'm not going to pansy around with what's your favorite color like I did with the kids. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to start with, okay, let's start with, first of all, I call you the hubbin. Yes. And I've done that from, It's uh, been gosh, years. I mean, decades. you know, we've been together for 10 years. We've been married for, I guess, eight. I, I say 10. I don't actually agree with any numbers that you throw out there <laughs> because I met you and I was like, I'm going to marry him. So in my yeah. head, it was already biblically ordained. Well, we got engaged after about, what, like six or eight months? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact... We should do a uh, whole chat like just us. If you guys want us to do that, just tweet us and let us know or write it in the reviews where you, after you rate and comment and subscribe, you can go ahead and put in there if you want us to do just a couple's chat because people always ask us about like, what's it like being married? About, and I mentioned earlier in this chat that we'd almost gotten divorced in the first three years. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And so we should do a thing where we just talk about that and okay. just like keep it reals. So, um, but let's go ahead. I think this one's mostly about family stuff. So I'm going to ask questions. That's fine. And then you can answer them. I can answer them. (laughs) Okay. The first one is, and this comes up a lot. People always want to know one, can I, or were we planning on having any biological children? We were definitely talking about it. A hundred percent. And, uh, we intended to, we came up with names. Yeah. We had names, everything. And, And the ones that we got, they don't have the same names. They don't have those names. They came with different names. I mean, what, and and, you know, you can't. Can't I change tr- them. Yeah, you know, like I tried. We tried. Your name is Guinevere. <laughs> she was not trying to have it. She was like, "That's not my name." No, um, that's not what happened. No, we um, we absolutely had planned. We we picked like a sort of time frame, saying, "Let's get settled. Let's figure this out. Let's be married for this amount of time." And then maybe what a year, two years before that, yeah. we met our kids. Yeah. So it wasn't. And if you listen to episode one, you'll understand why it was totally unexpected and that wasn't the game plan. But we definitely planned on having our own kids and, you know, had the means to, and, you know, got everything set up, set up so that we could, and it just didn't play it. God had other plans and we we rolled with those plans. Yeah. I had always kind of figured that being together for like five years, Mm -hmm. you know, without like any other factors getting involved, Mm -hmm. uh, was something that would make a lot of sense. Cause we liked each other and we had like stuff we were doing. So it was like fun to do that. Right. So, yep. Oh, and then, but people always want to know now that we have kids and we are youngest. So if you've forgotten, we have a 19 year old, a 16 year old and a seven year old. Our youngest is now seven. And in school, are we planning on having any more children? We are not. You hear that, y'all? So um, I personally don't believe that the factory is all the way closed. I will say that it's a um, God will have to make it happen. You you know what I mean? It's not something I'm not I'm not actively I'm not pulling goalies off of, you know, soccer nets. Yeah. Got to keep it Christian. (laughs) You were asking about a plan. Yeah, Yeah. right. Like I'm not actively out here like, all right, we are, you know, 12 months out. Or whatever, nothing like that, but definitely not trying to. It just because it's like once you have three kids, three kids is a lot of it's a lot of children. Yeah. And also, like the other thing that I think is a big factor for us is our youngest is seven, so she's we would be literally starting over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where it's nice to be able to you know feel like we've gone through all the phases. Like we have a full on almost twenty year old, you know, adult child. We have a all the way real teenage child. We want, we got, had all the things, the proms that we've done all this stuff, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just like, 
Yeah, and at one point we even watched a, uh, an infant. We did, we did. Like people don't know that. Yeah, my sister-in-law, um, you know, Josh's sister. sister. Yeah, uh, she, um, you know, wasn't well postpartum, and we actually took took in an infant from eight days old until. A couple I think weeks. it might have been like more like fourteen days. Fourteen days, but, but totally unexpected. It was like six weeks that we were watching. Yeah, that we were taking care, of, and that was birth control right there. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were like, you know what? We may be good on this. After that, we were like, two more years, three more years. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we've kind of experienced all the paths, and I think that we're good. Yeah, we're good there. So the next question that we always get is oh, this one always comes up a lot because everyone knows that I'm extroverted and a talker, right? Mm-hmm. But who wears the pants in the family? I like to think of it as being more of a division of labor mm-hmm. with this. Now, uh, Nicole is sort of like the the driving wheel and the accelerator, and I'm the brake. I get to say no uh, any time that I think that something's inappropriate or you know doesn't work for us in any way. But um, I also trust that she has good judgment in general, and I pretty much give her the leeway to decide where we're going as long as it's not something that I think isn't where we should go. Yep. I think that's um, the term that we use in our house is veto. So basically I consider myself really blessed to have a husband who's like, you know, I trust you. I, I believe in you and go, you know what I mean? And I will support and stand and do whatever it is that I need to do to make sure that things work out because I know that, you know, you have our family first in mind, but I also, with that, honor him with a lot of respect where if he puts his foot down, which he doesn't do too often, but if he puts his foot down or sets parameters around things, you know, saying this does not work for me, our family, our home, or where I see our family going, like, it's it's a no argument. It's done. Like, I got it. Shut down. Right. I mean, you got to keep in mind that I'm married to a CEO and mm-hmm. she's married to a lawyer, a counselor right. at law. Yep. And that really does define in many ways what our uh, personalities are. You're so right. And mm-hmm. therefore, the roles that we serve within are not only the business, but also within the, the household. You, no, you nailed it. Yeah. it's um, So it's one of those things where I may have an idea or a concept and come to him with something sort of loosely sketched out, like, hey, this is what I think makes sense for next steps. And he basically has to approve it. You know, and, and oftentimes they'll approve it, alter, modify, research, data, tell me how it will work or won't work, you know, and then my job is to really execute, you Mm -hmm. know, and then, and come back with results, you know, and say like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking and how it needs to be modified. And he'll, you know, adjust accordingly. And then, um, and then when it comes to like the day-to-day like life stuff, where I think that you really shine and where I appreciate you a lot is you're good at keeping stuff stable. And my job is dealing with the ad hoc, like the ad hoc, the crazy, whatever. So, um, and then just sort of working in, in, we just, in 10 years, we've learned where we shine best and we're very comfortable letting each other shine in those areas. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think that being married, one of the hardest things is that a lot of people don't appreciate or respect that when your marriage is defined within your marriage, like you're okay. You Mm -hmm. know, like, so for some people from the outside, they might say, man, that Nicole talks all the time or never lets him have his moment, but they don't realize that in the home. I have to work on my self-esteem. Y'all give me a hard time. Y'all, y'all keep me in check all the way. I think that it's important that within your relationship mm-hmm. uh, that you define your own roles based on who you are mm-hmm. and who your partner is, mm-hmm. not based on what society tells you you're supposed to be. Ooh, and, and he going to preach on that one. So that's great. That's awesome. So that said, let's tie into, uh, just as an example, getting our girls, right? So that was definitely a Nicole 
thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we laugh because this is, it, it's very much my nature. I come home and I'm like, so I'm quitting my job and here's how it's going to work. Yeah. Or, hey, I was outside and I ran to the family dollar and I found three dogs. Or, you know, remember that summer of dog? Oh, God. Ah, it was like every time I texted him, I was like, I found another one. I found so I was just I couldn't help it. I was just like I can't. So it's not uncommon. He's used to me saying I've got some new hijink or I've got something new that that I swear is going to pay off. Right? You should, I wish you guys could see his face. He's just sitting here grinning like, <laughs> oh my gosh, something new. Well, you know, I am a stabilizer and Nicole <laughs> is a disruptor. <laughs> That's right, and it works well together. But um, so just as an example with the girls, you know, that was how that worked. I said, hey, this is kind of what this is looking like. Here's how I think we can help. Mm-hmm. If you are okay with it for this stage, is this okay? And then you always had to approve it. And then we would stay in the game, you know? And, and then if I was like, hey, so I'm detecting that things seem to be shifting a little bit. And this is a new way that we're going to need to respond. Meaning, you know, before it was just picking them up and dropping off food. And now I need to have them over to help them with homework or whatever, you know? And then you would say, yes, I support that. Or no, I don't support that. Or this is okay. And that's literally how we ended up being parents because, you know, it was like, hey, you know, and if you go back and listen to episode one, you'll know more. But it, it got to the point where it was like, hey, I really think we're going to need to be show up full time for these babies. Right. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, it was definitely something where uh, you were the driver on that. Uh, but we had multiple discussions along mm-hmm. the way. Oh, the whole time. On We still know, do. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, it's not really a discussion. I mean... Oh, well, know. no, but we do about, like, the raising and the rearing. Of you course. know what I mean? Like, all the time. Like, with um, one of the things that came up a lot in the, in the questions was, what's it like having an adult child? Like, Big Tiny's not around as much anymore. And I think it's weird for people because they've only seen us be a family for four years. Uh-huh. And, um, but they forget that Big Tiny's almost 20. So it's like, we got her and she was out, you know what I mean? So we're parenting adult kids right away, you know, and she's literally in a place where she's making her own decisions and needs to be making her own decisions Mm -hmm. and, you know, making her own choices of her own life. And it's like very age appropriate, you know, um, she's not even just 18. She's literally almost 20. So, but we still have conversations about it because as parents, you know, to adult children, we're like, okay, so when she comes over, you know, like if she wants to move back in, what would that look like? You know what I mean? If she's going to live with us full time, you know, or if she, cause right now she's like, you know, she's grown, she's got a place, she's got a boyfriend, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what does that look like? And how much help is appropriate amount of help, you know, and how much help is, you know, letting her be an adult. So she's like, Hey, can mom, can you pay my rent, my bills, my food? And you guys should see Hubbin's face. Hubbin's like, ah, we all do that. You know uh-huh. what I mean? But like, you know, how much is that? Or, you know, if she just says, well, Hey you, mom, can you send me groceries? Yeah. You, you just know, did that. I just sent groceries the other day, but you know, that type of thing. Like, you know, of course I'll fill your, your fridge with tasty, healthy foods, you know, like that sort of thing. But those are the type of things that I think we always have to talk about mm-hmm. the same way. Yeah. There was, you know, a period where, opting out was like on the table. Yeah. Where we were just like, is this something that we're going to do at all? Right. You know, like this feels like an awfully big thing. Mm-hmm. This feels like really like, because we're taking in three whole human lives. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and we knew that once you, one thing I think that was very clear to us was that at that point, it's not our life anymore. Yeah. That everything is going to be for these kids. Like we are going to move out of our home. We're going to move into a different school district. We are going to, I mean, all in or all out. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing about it was that along the way, each individual decision mm-hmm. was uh, very much a, well, this makes sense. Well, this makes sense. You know, this yeah. this is like what we should do. Which is how we make most of our calls in our life. Yeah. But 
if you had told us. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. If we'd look back if, on it now, if you had told none us of it makes sense. The, the it's crazy, you know, when we first got involved, that we would become parents. Oh yeah, you no, know, never. It would have been just completely unfathomable. like laughable. Like I mean, also because we were so young too, like twenty eight, you know, and like. It's not even thinking that. Not like you would never think of me 28 with a 14 year old. You know right. what I mean? So that was crazy pants. But yeah. Oh, this is one that um, I think is interesting because I never thought about it before. So when did they start calling you mom and dad? And how did that feel? I know that it was in our last house mm-hmm. that that happened when everyone, you know, was moved in and they were going to better schools. Yeah. And part of it was actually a conscious decision yeah. uh, for all of us because we didn't want our kids to feel weird. Yeah. You know, like when we were picking them up, like for them to be like, hey. I have to explain, like, because before they called Mr. Josh and Miss Nicole. Yeah. So we just didn't want them to have to explain that. So we just let them know, like, you can call us whatever you want to call us. Right. And like, we're okay with that. Whatever's normal. Yeah. And it became, you know, like they were quick to adopt the mom and dad thing. Right. I mean, if, if you keep in mind our little one we had since she was three. So at this point we've had her longer than we have not had her. And then, um, our middle one we've had through her formative years, you know, like mm-hmm. her, her preteens to teenagers. Right. And so, um, and then our elder one was pretty quick to, you know, be like, I'm here for the mom and dad. Like, right. and so all of our kids call us mom and dad to this day. And, um, and then their biological parents, they call mommy and daddy. Yep. So like, that's the distinction. And then, um, I know that, I would say that it was probably most, it's weird. I think it was probably the most unusual for our middle one to like adopt and feel comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. You know, like kind of, this is like, this is something I want to do, but it feels a little awkward, but I'm, you know, but I want to do it. But I think it feels more, more natural for her now. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is interesting that our little one, it's like, that's just our names. So like, also our kids refer to their biological parents. They refer to us as mom and dad too. So I think that that just shows kind of, it's weird. It's like, I don't know what the rules are on how this sort of thing is. And it was such an unusual situation, you know, uh, to say the least. But I think that we all make it work for us, you know, and their biological parents uh, are still in their lives. You know, like we talk to them more than once a week if we can usually. And, you know, everybody's got challenges, you know, and so they, I, I definitely feel like they do the best they can within their their abilities, I guess is the best way I can describe it, uh, with the challenges they have. But yeah, I mean, like we do visits when we can do visits. We, you know, they're open and part of their lives and we are not under any circumstances like, no, they, you know, Mm -hmm. I feel like we've always looked at it as some degree of just like we're a large, an enlarged family, if you will. We know that there are going to be a lot of questions as the kids get older, and it's important to us to be able to answer all those questions honestly. And, um, you know, and we think that having their parents in their life to be able to be part of that conversation is important as well. Yeah. I would say that the the role that they play Mm -hmm. is almost more of a grandparent type situation where, you know, like when they come around, it's like, uh, oh, let's have fun. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, spoil you. Right. Whatever. But we don't have to worry about like stability or day to day or safety or food or any of those things because we can make sure that they're covered there and daily love. Yes. Lots of that. (laughs) So 
And this is now shaping up to be one of the longest chats that I've ever had. Usually they're, you know, people always say, man, I wish they were a little longer, you know, so this one's a little longer, but that's it. Hubbin, thank you for sitting down and chatting. We answered, I think, most of the questions. If there are any other questions that you guys have, you can feel free to shoot them out to us. You can always reach out to me via social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, or you can just drop me an email at info at NicoleWalters.tv. If you are looking for the best small business attorney in the entire world, um, why are you laughing? Uh, why I are mean, you laughing? These are facts. These are facts. The best small I business. You I think I'm pretty good. I honestly he's the best. don't know who the best would be. It's, well, I'm saying that it's claimed. Hashtag claimed. That's <laughs> you. So you can, you can find out more about the hub and where. Uh, wheelhouselegal.com. That's spelled just the way it sounds. <laughs> wheelhouselegal.com. Uh, guys, thanks so much for taking the time out to just chat and uh, for being so kind and so loving to my family. Uh, for many of you who've been watching this journey, not just through entrepreneurship, but to becoming a family, you've seen this whole thing play out online. It is not easy having an unconventional family, and it's even more challenging at times to share the good, the bad, and the ugly that comes along with it. But it's our hope that in sharing our truth that we help you live in your own. And above all else, we just want to say, you know, have your heart open to whatever God has for you, because that could be in the form of a family, that could be in the form of a business, that could be in the form of of taking whatever gifts that you have and putting them out into the world in order to change it. And I'm going to be helping a lot of you live in person in Atlanta, Georgia, March 23rd and 24th in Atlanta. I'm having my very first live event. It's called 1K One Day Live. And if you actually go to 1K One Day Live.com, you can grab your seats now. We are over 90% sold out, but I am so excited to meet you, be on the ground. I may be able to talk the hubbin and the kids into making quick appearance and popping up and cheering you guys on, but it's going to be an amazing experience. So I can't wait to see you March 23rd, the 24th. So many of you already grabbed your tickets. For those of you guys who don't have them, you can get them now at 1K One Day Live. I am excited to get back to our quick 10 to 15 minute chats uh, right while you're in the car next week. Next week's going to be a good one. Uh, a lot of you had a lot of questions about how how do I do all of these things? How do I handle the tough moments? Because yes, we have a lot going on and our family is unconventional. And in next week's podcast, I want to tell you about what it looks like and what it feels like to have high lofty goals for yourself. And one of the number one reasons why I don't know if I could be a mom all over again. And why I don't know if I could even have kids because this thing inside me is the very thing that I think would keep me from being able to do that effectively if I don't learn how to master it. And I've been working on it and I've got some tactics. So I want to share those with you in our next chat. Thanks so much for spending the time with me, friend. Thanks so much for listening, friend. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to NicoleWalters.com. I'd love for us to stay in touch. So make sure you drop your email address so I can send you inspiration business details, and the occasional funny story. And because I'm so generous, there might even be a selfie in the mix. (laughs) Thanks again. Make sure you subscribe and come back soon.